If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Good afternoon, David, and welcome to this very special episode of um, Random Movie Generator. Thank you, thank you for welcoming me into your Cathedral of Cinema, and it is a special one, because this is a... It was a special film to me, but now I've revisited it, it's become even more special. Have you watched it this week? I wasn't going to. I was only going to watch bits and pieces, but it seduced me like a filmic mistress... And I found myself in bed next to it, sharing a cigarette. I really did. I really, really did. You know what I mean? It really did uh, hook me in. I forgot how bloody good it is. The film we are talking about, ladies and gentlemen, is Watership Down. Absolutely. Watership Down is a 1978 British animated adventure film, drama film, written, produced and directed by Martin Rosen and based on the 1972 novel by Richard Adams. It was financed by a consortium of British financial institutions and distributed by the Cinema International Corporation in the United Kingdom. Released on the 19th of October 1978, the film was an immediate success and it became the sixth most popular film of 1979 at the box office. It certainly, it certainly did. I think one of the reasons it was so successful is because they had daytime and morning matinee uh, filming uh, uh, screenings for kids, but also they had late night screenings for adults. Because I mean, the film is just not for kids. Is it? And when it came out in 1979. It got a U certificate. It was only in the nineties that they gave it a PG. Is that I what it is now? PG. Yeah, it's a PG now. And even looking at it now, it's just like, how is this a PG? It almost feels like um, an intense manga film. You know, like one of those Japanese intense anime um, movies. Particularly when Bigwig gets stuck in a trap. Yeah, and, the blood and coming they're trying out to like his... nibble absolutely like, out the side of his yeah, mouth. Disgusting. And and they're nibbling at the um, at the trap to try and release it. Can from you the, do an impression stunts. of a rabbit nibbling on a trap? I, I remember it very well. It was kind of like there's no Bugs Bunny. That's it, folks. No. It's just constant pure Darwinianism. You know, survivor the fittest. There's no one you know chomping on a carrot, leaning against the wall, doing wisecracks. These are real rabbits, well, David Attenborough style. Not real. Rabbits. No, that's true. No, they're not real rabbits. Let's not push it too talk. far. Yes, quite right. And they're two D cell animation. You're quite right. Absolutely. You don't want to start wandering around talking to rabbits. Yeah. You, you lose your way there. Get the NHS involved. For those who don't know the story, could you explain what Warship Down is about? Absolutely. It's a colony, a community of rabbits. And the, the, the amazing thing is with Richard um, Richard Adams is he's it's very Tolkien, J.R.R. Tolkien-esque, as in Lord of the Rings, very much a Joseph Campbell-esque, the guy who was the, um, the narrative academic who um, created the hero's journey, you know, studied narratives and mythology. And Richard Adams definitely you know wrote watership down in that ilk whereby yes it's a community of rabbits but they've got their own religion they've got their own mythology they've got their own gods so you've got that aspect and um the main so i'm remembering the main characters here which i've got written down here we go um john hurt plays hazel hazel richard bryce plays fiver john hurt plays and, hazel yeah john hurt plays hazel uh, it's got a great uh, voice cast, really impressive. And um, 
Yeah, Roy Kinnear plays Pipkin, mm. and then his son uh, did the voice um, in the uh, more recent mm. Netflix uh, Watership Down. I've only made that link now whilst reading it out. But basically, John Hurt is a very low-level rabbit, in no way kind of like um, high up in the hierarchy. But Fiverr, which has almost got like a Greek mythological vibe to it, can see into the future. He has like, um, you know, uh, premonitions, ultimately. And um, he can see blood rolling over the, um, mm. the, the, the hills. And what he's actually um, seeing in the future is diggers and JCB trucks coming in and starting a new home suburban setting on their land. And um, Hazel's frantically trying to tell the rest of the, uh, the rabbit community what's happening. But they obviously think he's insane. Um, and also they've got too fat, too lazy, too lost in their ways and they're not uh, organized enough and also it's turned into a bit of a fascist state where you can't leave if you leave almost like um you know like uh sort of a communist russia you're rallied up by the sort of rabbit police it's got a real war movie totalitarian fascism vibe i love to the it. rabbit police oh absolutely they sort of gather Mangy, up and they're school bullies things, aren't they yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, where are you going? Yeah, it's exactly you, like David. that. Yeah, definitely. Could you do that? No, 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 can it's... you do an impression of that? Of me? Can you do an impression of me doing an impression of them? Yeah, where are you going? Yeah, where are you going? Where do you think you're off to? Big pants, fancy boots, your brother who keeps having these fancy daydreams. Yeah. You stay where you are. Yeah. <laughs> We're having lunch at five and you're going to sit there and eat your carrot and be quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you got John Hurt's beautiful voice, but the but the diggers are coming for crying out loud! Yeah. You know, you shut up. Yeah. So, oh. yeah, they're all like they're sort of like very evil. Kenneth um, Williams. Kenneth, yes, yeah. absolutely. Sort of um, carry on camping with a dark element to it. And um, I spent yes, a morning that... about a month ago looking at, at all the places Kenneth Williams lived in, all the flats around London. Oh gosh. I found it quite, um, where did I find it? Morbidly. Who would you do that with? That's a very specific outing, isn't it? I was laying in bed at six in the morning and went to all of Kenneth Williams' houses. How did you get all the information? Was it Google? or? Wow, it's amazing what the internet can do. So I think it was Euston. Was it Euston? Um, Oh, there's a picture of him leaning out of his flat window. And then I go on Google Maps or whatever and I find it now. And I went, oh, wow, he leaned out that window there. Quite incredible, isn't it? Oh, and he'd always make sh- matron, he would shout oh. at the cars. Oh, and he'd also shout the builders, wouldn't he? Would he? He would kind of go, oh, yeah, oh, what are you doing with oh, that long scaffolding pole? Right. So that's too much, isn't it? <laughs> Way too much. Put put the scaffolding pole back where you found it, Edwards, please. Would he really shout at the builders? Yeah, he'd shout at the builders. But more importantly, every time he found a flat, he'd always make sure there was um, public toilets nearby. Nothing that lewd for those reasons. But um, if he ever had visitors, he would never allow them to use the toilets. They'd always have to go to the public toilets. Because he didn't like their germs. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Which is, you know, in some ways, is it OCD or is it just common sense? You wonder what people get up to behind a locked door. What's that mean? Just in the sense what of... Do you think um, Perhaps don't wash their hands. Perhaps, perhaps um, you know, uh, urine becomes invisible, doesn't it? Not all of us have one of those lights you can spread around the uh, uh, the actual um, toilet to see urine splattering everywhere. Anyway, back to Watership Down. Absolutely. Away from you, male urinals, back to rabbits and war. About, it's definitely a product of its time. It's totally 1970s. What other you know, films in the were out that that, t- around that time? Animations? Do you know of any that, that came up? Um, th- there were. Let me have a think. I, I, I should know about that actually. Um, that came out in the sort of um, that kind of eighties. Oh, the what's that? Um, uh, Black Cauldron. I can't say it. Unfortunately, Cauldron, Cauldron, Black Cauldron. That was a big one. By Disney, that was an um, one, but none of them were as dark as Watership Down. I mean, that's why it made so much money because they would then show it at eight at nine at night for adults. I mean, it was before its time in a way, in the sense that Netflix have, has loads of adult animation now. But Watership Down was, um, you know, this very bizarre uh, incarnation. What is interesting is um, 
it wasn't originally directed by Martin Rosen. Martin Rosen was the producer. John Hubley was the director. And do you remember when they talk about mythology of the rabbits and the rabbits are a lot more 2D and are not as um, lifelike? That was all created by John Hubley. And then Martin Rosen um, sacked John Hubley and just used his bits for like mythology flashbacks, you know, when they're describing their God system and things like that. So it's Martin Rosen that had that very dark, kind of almost adult-like vision. 86 years type old. Of thing. God, is he really? Is he still alive now? Yeah. yeah. God, that is interesting. But what's re also really interesting is I never knew much about this, but they did a spiritual sequel, didn't they, towards Ship Down? What, Plague Dogs? The Plague you told Dogs, me about this. yes. Did it flop? Yeah, massively. Because if you look at it, way, way too dark. As to, So dark you can't see that your hand in front of your face. But it's very much like um, the same gang come together. So Martin Rosen is directing Isn't it again. strange? One absolutely catches fire and the other one... F why? Flop it. Why did it do a well, Floppington's? You, honestly, as soon as you see it, it... The thing is, Watership Down has got um, British charm wrapped in darkness, whereas Plague Dog is just darkness. There's no charm sprinkled on top. So Plague Dogs is written by um, Richard Adams once again. John Hurt plays one of the main characters and Martin Rosen. So it's almost like the Cornetto trilogy gang getting to, back together, you know, Peg, Frost and... Have you um, watched it? You're right. I have, and it's very, very dark. It's two dogs escaping from a laboratory which tests animals. And uh, you, you get this very slow panning shot at the beginning. And you look at monkeys have got strobes um, connected to their brain. The, um, the, the small dog that John Hurt plays has got a, um, a cap on its head, one side of its head, because it's had its brain um, experimented with. And every now and then it gets horrific headaches. Because, you know, parts of his frontal lobes have been oiked out to help, I don't know, perfume makers. But like you said, Warship Down, it looks visually, it looks beautiful, doesn't it? You, I want to spend time in those fields with the rabbits and the bees. Definitely. I think the thing about I Warship Down is... spend time in those fields with those rabbits and bees. Can you, do, can you be a sing it like Art, Garf Art Garfunkel? Since Prada, I, I want to spend time with these rabbits and bees, please. I want to be a bee, please. I think I lost it there a bit. Went a bit R&B. So I did it into a kind of hip-hop loop, which isn't in keeping. about the um the locations apparently they're all based on proper um for actual places morning, in and around hampshire morning mandy, so it's like actual morning. photos oh morning. god i've forgotten about her no, completely not hello mandy mandy oh, i don't mean that nasty I don't get to no no you don't oh she doesn't like that oh she's okay with that. by the way right, you enough. look very nice with that little dress on thank you very you've uh, you've given your uh, your metal front a good old um buffering i appreciate that thank oh. you mandy it's christening a buffering she's buffered her right. Metal front. It's glowing in the, uh, in the afternoon light. She, said, she said, who do you think bought me this dress? Yes. Uh, well, you're an independent lady. I think like Beyonce, you spend it yourself. You've got your own visa. You're right? wrong. You, know, you put your she own fabrics. You buy your own fabrics. You're wrong. Who did? I did. Who did buy it? David. Why are you going around buying Mandy a dress? Why oh, would you do please. that? please. Honestly. Because it's the winter and but, it gets cold. Because it's cold. Dear. Why do you think Warship Down seduced you so much, David? I think it seduces uh, me in the sense that it's, as you rightly say, it's very based in reality in the sense that um, all the um, the settings, all the locations, they actually took photos around Hampshire, didn't they? So there's nothing in Watership Down that you couldn't visit. It's all based in reality. I mean, you can go through it. I actually wrote down... Uh, why I like Watership Down. Oh, um, wonderful. I'm going to put a bit of music you're... under this. 
Why David likes Watership Down. Here we go. I've written it down as a list. Uh, the music, as we've said. Uh, the religious mythology bits. That's not very articulately written. Um, uh, people deemed it too violent. I mean, that you know that, that adds to it. It's got that adult quality to it. Ultimately, if I was going to pitch Watership Down to a Hollywood room of executives, I would just say a war movie with rabbits. I mean, it is a full-on war movie with rabbits, isn't it? Um, it's got that 70s vibe. There's no way it could be made for kids now. It's definitely a product of the 1970s. Everything in the 1970s has got that grungy, nasty vibe to it. 70s cinema in itself. I mean, that's the era you got. Taxi Driver, French Connection. Everything's a bit grindy and gritty, well, isn't it? There's nothing to do. No one had any money. Everyone's just fucking one another in their villages. It was just a miserable time. It really was. Simple as that. And all you had was the local cinema to watch uh, these pretty violent, nihilistic moments. Endless garbage. Uh, watch it down. Is a broad, treeless hill six miles six miles south of Newbury. It was the hometown of Richard Adams, who wrote the novel at the same time, and Nuthanger Farm, the scene of several lively chapters, is set back from the road and is not signposted. Goodness me. Yeah, apparently Richard Adams was a, a Ministry of Housing and Local Government, so he was really part of looking after the kind of local um, environment within that area. So he knew all the areas really, really well. And he, he wrote that book just to entertain his kids. And then it evolved and developed from there. But it's a bit like Tolkien in the sense that um, he went to the Second World War. Tolkien went, was in the First World War. But both of them found their experiences in war, um, well, as, it, as you can imagine, you know, dodging German bullets. It's not something you're going to forget the following week, is it? Do you know what I mean? And uh, apparently that was a big influence. So I think definitely the other big factor is um, it's just a hell of a good adventure yarn, isn't it? It's definitely got a Lord of the Rings filter. And also another thing I thought about when watching it, I know why you like it, Captain, because you are a sucker for a chase movie. And that is what watching it does. That's a bit rude, wasn't that? That's a bit too much. Yeah, no, you're right. That's exactly it. It's definitely got an adventure vibe. It's just got a chase vibe to it. And it's got that great second act shift where they get to Watership Down and all the other rabbits are like, oh, we're here, let's chill. And he's like, no, 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 the mission has not ended. You can tell Fiverr's exhausted, but he's like, no, 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 not Fiverr, Hazel. Dear God, get the names right, Edwards. Hazel's exhausted, but he goes, you know, we need ladies. If we ain't got ladies, Mother Nature's not going to, you know. What do they mean by that? As, well, they need to uh, procreate. They need to start their what own they, warren. What's that? What's that? What, pro, what is procreation? Procreation is uh, rabbit intercourse. Simple as that. We're all adults. You know, even Blue Planet shows They're it on rabbits. a Sunday afternoon. Absolutely. And if they ain't got ladies, they can't, you know, it's just going to be a bunch of blokes. It's just going to be men behaving badly with rabbits. And we don't want that. We want a healthy ecosystem. So when they're, they're heading off towards Ship Down, they are being chased, aren't they, at that point? Or are they? Um, not. They get chased for a period of time by the um, the police rabbits within their own warren, but they get away from them. And then it's a case of having to just deal with roads, having to, to avoid 1970s Citroens skidding past. Then they, very much like a Greek mythology, they come across another group of rabbits who are being slowly poisoned by farmers. Do you remember that? But they're too lazy to go. And he's very Kenneth Williams. Oh, why don't you just stay? Wow. I have a carrot. Relax. Yes. Yes. And once again, they're all like, because um, Bigwig's very much like, Hazel says, no, we've got to go. I don't trust these ones. Oh, and then they get chased by rats through a graveyard. Yeah. Yeah. Which is amazing. I'll tell you one thing that's important when looking at Watership Down is that um, two years ago, Netflix and BBC co-produced a massive Watership Down. I don't even want to talk about it. But it's so It was so poor. I'm v oh, did you watch any I of it? I caught a bit of it. I was like, what is this? I'm not interested. What happened? It was so bad. I sat there in my lounge actually wanting to know. I Googled to actually want to know what. It's almost as if someone stopped financing it halfway through. Because yeah. the voice cast were incredibly good. You had John Bayega, James Avery. I've said his name wrong. Is, that, is someone called James Avery? No idea. McCarvey. Who's the guy um, who was in X-Men and... Um, 
God, this is just appalling. It really is. It's the guy who was in Wanted, um, Masking of Scotland. I know, what a disaster. Well, he probably does. Do you know what I mean? And the person listening to this podcast is thinking, why am I wasting time with a film conversation? Uh, They're not. The, uh, dear God, let's hope not. They're loving this um, bit. <laughs> so you got this bit. And then what else was I going to say? Oh, and um, Gemma Arderton as well. Uh, who? Um, Gemma Arderton. I've got her name right. I'm not sure you She's have a quite got it right. stunning actress. Sure you have oh, Arterton. Pardon? Arterton. Possibly, yes. Gemma Arterton. Yeah. Oh, there we go. There we go. So that, I don't I even want to get, talk about that one. That's just like... Just... Well, it looks like CGI unrendered. Yeah, I know. Let's go back Falling. to the beautifully drawn hills of the original Watership Down. Absolutely. Yeah. Well said, Captain. Definitely well said. Although there is one bit of Watership Down I am not keen on. Oh, yes. Can you guess? Okay, let me have a think. If you get this right, you've got, you've got three guesses. If you get it right, I give you half a million. Imagine I've got half a million pounds in the box here, and I'll give it to you. Oh, God, what I could do with that would sort me out of a lot of problems, that There's would. one thing in the film. 500,000. Is, um, is it like a slow-pacing plot, or Guess is there a character? one incorrect. Okay, so it's not about the actual plot itself. Two guesses left, um, half a million pounds on the table. Two guesses left. Um, you find Kiki the bird somewhat He's um, boring. Oh, you don't bird. like Kiki? <laughs> yeah. 500 grand what in the back pocket. What a great pocket. game show that would be. Well, I'll tell you what, I um, nearly play Kiki the uh, the bird in a Watership Down production at, um, at primary Hang school. On a minute. Say that again. I nearly, I nearly played. I'll be totally truthful about this. I didn't actually play the bird. I, Did you I was audition given for the Kiki? role. I auditioned. I was given it. I managed to actually get the role of Kiki the bird, and I just found it too intense. Piss off! Just found, Did you say piss off. Yeah, yeah. He does. There's a debate concerning yeah. that if he actually does swear. I found or that not. shocking and, um, as a kid. And the production company say no, he doesn't swear. For some reason, the, the makers said no. I don't know what they think he's saying instead. Just piss off. Yeah, he does. I do remember that. The whole thing's so 70s. That's the that? one character I'm like, oh, I'm kind of like in this. Hello, m- rabbits. Oh, yeah. Go on, do it again. Uh, hello, my fluffy friends. I also see you later on the other side. Well, it's a bit over the top, isn't it? It's quite funny when. Yes, um, it is over and the top. And also, they talk to Kiki like he's got learning needs. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like, I don't know, they're quite patronizing. John Hayes was quite patronizing. John uh God. John not Hazel, John Hurt. Quite worrying, isn't it? Um, like at these um... No, not really. Not anymore. Could you imagine me on a movie set in a megaphone? Can uh can you know Indiana what? I, uh, I felt that as a young there? boy with that character. And you've nailed it. It's slight it's ten percent too heightened. It's too over the top. It's like the character of Hello Hello. Whereas the rabbits are very, very based. In reality, suddenly you've got this comedy character. He does feel like something out of CBBC. Whereas um, the actual... Basically, you've got Saving Private Ryan meets Transformers, haven't you? Do you know what I mean? It's just meets like a character Martin Clunes. Someone... Yeah, it meets Martin Clunes. Well said, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I bet that was a decision just to give it some light and a bit of... In the novel, he's very much like that. He's the clown. Oh, is he really? Yeah, the novel is bloody good. That does not disappoint. Have you read it? Absolutely. It's very, very good. Incredibly good. You get a real sense of adventure. The other thing about Watership Down, you can't knock at all. And it reminds me of the film that we spoke about last week, that new horror film, The Barbarian. Uh, now, David, I'm so glad you mentioned that. Oh, yes. So, Rupert put on the WhatsApp group, any films I should watch, you recommend. So I said, David Edwards recommends Barbarian. He's seen it twice. Oh, I don't know where that came from. It's the first time I made that noise. (laughs) So Chris Hayward said, it's shit. What? Okay, let me read. Can I find what Chris said? It's shit. He actually thought that. It surprised me. I was like, oh, because you thought it was so good. 
I mean, I'm not a horror fan. I wouldn't give it five out of five, but I'd certainly give it four out of five. And if you're a scriptwriter, which obviously Chris Haywood is, I'd have thought he'd enjoyed the way it zigzagged genre-wise. Let me read. Let me say it. So I said, um, Barbet. I said about da 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 and Barbarian. He said Barbarian is stupid. Fuck me, that's a dumb film. Do you think he means the Arnold Schwarzenegger film, Barbarian no. the Cobra? Co- no, he's talking about Barbarian. Man. And I went, I basically went, oh, and he said, um, it's rubbish. Sorry if I made you feel a bit foolish amongst no, your peers. Oh, I said, he said, I saw Tim King, Tom Kingsley the other evening and he rated it. It's shit. I said, David watched Barbarian twice in a week, saying it's very good. And Chris replied, maybe he was watching Conan the Barbarian, which is very, very good. He is right. Conan the Barbarian is very, very good. I then replied but it with, wasn't. well, it's got good reviews. And he said, not in my review column. Dear God, he reminds me of one of my friends. So how could he feel so strongly about it? And you, you loved it, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, I would say that, um, you know, I'm not a massive horror fan. So it's not my selected genre. But if I was a big horror fan, I would just be completely um, really impressed by it, really sucked in. I thought it went into really interesting directions. I don't think anyone would be bored. I think um, the average person would have got like a three out of five experience from it. Do you know what I mean? I don't think anyone would think, unless you're an OA, a Daily Mail reading OAP that would be like clutching at their uh, handbag in shock because any moment of violence. But I mean, the man's a scriptwriter; he knows what he's talking about. So maybe he's looking at the mechanics in more depth, and he can see some um, some holes there. Did you say Rupert liked it? Though? No, he was looking for a film to watch. Oh, okay. I think Rupert would enjoy yeah, the Barbarian. I'm sure, I would. If you if you really liked it, I'm sure I would. Um, anyway, uh, the Banshee. The Banshee one's very good. Banshee of Irishman. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> whatever that one is. My mate big... even attempted it. But anyway, back to Watership oh, Down. I know, I'm amazed I even attempted that. That's Watership Down, David. Yes, I was basically saying, like The Barbarian, Watership Down, very different films, obviously. Barbarian's a horror film. Watership Down is supposed to be like a family adventure film. Um, there's no uh, pause on the pace. Constantly moves. Every scene is pushing you forward. It's like, uh, you know, dominoes knocking each other down. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't mess around. You know, they get to Watership Down. No, not good enough. We've now got to go to the farm and get ourselves some, what are they called? I was going to call them hoes. What are female rabbits called? Hoes is rap language, isn't that, for crying out loud? What are they called? Um, I mean, I, 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 it's not the end of the world that I don't know this. No, I'm not no, a veterinarian. no, no. It's just funny. You not that I'm them, being critical towards it's you. Funny you call them hoes. But they've got to start. So they've got to break Dose. into a farm. Dose. What's that? Does. Does. There we go. Does hoes. That's probably what, what hoes is based is? on. A hoe is a um a, an objectified American female in a ghetto. No, it's a long-handled gardening tool. Jesus, and that's what they're calling women. So they're saying, I'm going to use you to uh, do some gardening. It's a person, usually a woman, who has sex with strangers, gives interfered flirtation from strangers, and dresses extremely revealing. Well, Hazel was trying to create a, a domestic unit on Watership Down. He would have not invited a hoe. So there you go. That They would not have helped. So did you sit down to watch Watership Down this week, to sort of catch five minutes, and it sucked you in? I watched uh, bits on YouTube, then I watched the beginning, um, just to try and, I thought, oh, because I, I do like the uh, the opening with the whole sort of like religious opening with the mythology and all that, and I just ended up watching bits every night with dinner. Yeah. Until I finished the whole thing, I just thought, bloody hell, you suck me in again. Yeah. You There's so many little rabbit. scenes in it that are memorable. The crossing yeah, the road. Definitely. Yeah, loads of set pieces. And it just never stops. And then the idea, and also the other thing is, right, so you've got the whole Joseph Campbell uh, hero's journey. You've got that element. You've got the whole chase movie aspect. But also the other thing is that just is so important. They're massive underdogs. They're not supposed to survive this. You see the other rabbits around them. They're half their size. They really rely on bigwig all the time because they're absolute weaklings. You know, so you are talking about, you know, um, a very weak uh, 
below the Darwinian kind of um, Gene Paul um, group of rabbits. So like there's that great bit where Bigwig takes on um, the proper Darth Vader figure. What's his name? Uh, General Woundwort. No. And Wound... Woundwort? It's, it's General here. It's uh, W-O-U-N-D-W-O-R-T. Woundwort. Woundwort. Um, He's horrible, um, isn't he? Explain, for anyone who hasn't seen the film, explain who... What General Woundwort looks like. Well, he's almost genetically massive for a rabbit. He, as a hobby, he kills cats. It's actually well said. Do you know what I mean? That he actually and he kills um, cats. He kills cats he really? as a hobby. That's what he does on a bank holiday weekend. And and you don't even know he he takes on a dog at the end, and you never quite know who survived that. But the other great scene at the right at the end, Bigwig is taking on uh, the general and um uh, the general thinks bigwig is the um is the leader of the rabbits and he goes no not at all it's not me and uh, the general just can't believe that it's um it's hazel yeah. this kind of like you know weak pathetic rabbit but he's the one who's got the brains the intellect he hasn't got the brawn but he's got the cerebral ability so it's a massive underdog tale as well enormously so and then they're all um they get the, they go back to the farm don't they and then they they trick the dog into chasing them yes i remember that yeah and then when they stop and for the other rabbit to um to carry on because they can't because at any point the dog's going to catch up with them so they do like a relay race don't they they're really panting aren't they is there a scene where they're chased by the dog and they have to go under a viaduct along a path under a viaduct yes now that, that exists i'm pretty sure that exists that oh really yeah, yeah. And then when um, Hazel's being chased, he does a prayer, doesn't he? He talks to the gods of the rabbits. And he goes, you know, I know I haven't spoken to you for uh, quite some time, but I just wonder if you could help me and my family, you know, just get through this one last time. Would you mind if I sang um, Bright Eyes to you? In f- oh, please in do. Absolutely. Seriously? Let's, let's really, let's really um, drink, into, drink in the I'll, lyrics. I'll sing it to you at the end of the, the podcast. Whenever, whenever you feel it comes on, yeah. you know, whenever the muse of uh, Garfunkel appears within you, I'd love to travel singing. to those locations with you and do a podcast. Oh, that'd be amazing it, to stand on that hill, step by step. Yeah. Do you know what? I do think that with the Lion King technology coming together, at some point, someone's going to do a Watership Down. And it's going to be um, like Blue Planet cinematography, Watership Down. And I think that'd just be unbelievable. Yeah. That'd be amazing. I just love, I love the, um, I'm just looking at Warship down now. I just love those drawn, that style of animation. Do you know, it's sort of, um, it's, it's got so... the same excitement of, of the first Star Wars film, New Hope. Do you remember when C-3PO and R2-D2 escape from Darth Vader and they get into that little pod and it goes Darth into... Darth Vader. Darth Vader, you're quite right, not Darth. Um... It's got that excitement factor to it, isn't it? It's just these underlings who are escaping from a hideous... It's the whole Hobbit thing as well, isn't it? These kind of like uh, agricultural, very sort of um, farm-based, low-level kind of uh, in the pecking order characters that have to go on a big, big journey. And The other thing is also Darwinian, isn't it? There's so much at stake. Any second, these lovely, cuddly rabbits could just be, you know, um, killed any second. It's got a real Darwinian threatening aspect about it. There's a lot going for it, basically. What's the running you know, time, David? It's an, I think oh God, the running time I've got here, actually, and it is about um, it's an hour and a half, just over an so hour and a half. What, how old do you reckon my boys need to be before they... Oh, God. Yeah, what are you thinking? I would, I'd say 12 certificate and even then getting ready. Yeah, I would say that personally... I think there's some really intense scenes. They've got blood all over them. And not all of them survive it. So certainly the general at the end, he's, he's, he's getting them by the neck and chucking them left, right and centre. It's a barbarous. General Is he like that, David? Yeah, he's like that. Yeah. Come on, bigwig. That's it. Yeah. You're knackered and you're cornered, mate. You know. Sorry. What is he? Yeah, he sort of says... What is it about? I'm looking at Warship Down locations. Can you hear that music? 
Yeah, definitely. Do you know what a lot of it is? It's that contradiction, isn't it? Where it's beautiful British nature, yeah. but yes. deep within it, yes. it's dark and deadly, yeah. and it's going to kill you. Yeah. So it's seductive and beautiful, but also just waiting to actually snuff you out like a candle. Do you know what I mean? Any second. So there's that contradiction to it. Yeah. It's the Garden of Eden, ultimately. And also there's nasty human elements every yeah, now and then, like a there. nasty um, pylon and a nasty truck coming past. Yeah. It's got like a last of summer wine kind of vibe yes, to it, but it's got Rambo graphics. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it is. Yeah, it's got an oxo-cube Sunday afternoon vibe, but at the same time it's just got intensity to it. So at the moment I'm looking at Warship Down Real Life Locations Drone Explore. Yeah. Oh, God, I, I bet you any money. I'd love to know what went wrong with that last Warship Down because they had an amazing acting cast, that, that one that came out a few years ago. Because the CGI was appalling. Thing is, if you're not going to use the same style of animation, I don't want to see it. No, but I was hoping for it to be more photorealistic because I think you could redo Watership Down um, with like almost Blue Planet style cinematography like Lion King with Jon Favreau where it's literal live action real rabbits. I mean, I think that would be quite engaging. It is, it's Last of the Summer Wine with Blood and Guts. I've got to watch this again. I'm looking at Warship Down now. The, the, the actual, the real life location. It's kind of naive but deadly, isn't it? I mean, that's what the rabbits are as well. They've got, they've got that naive element about them, but at any second they're going to be killed. I remember watching it on video and just feeling really empathising with the rabbits, do you know what I mean? Just, they're very wholesome British chaps, aren't they? <laughs> they are. Wholesome British chaps who are just trying to do their bit. Do you know what, David? I've thoroughly enjoyed this episode of... Uh... Oh, I have. It's been a lovely wander down... Uh... I think Watership Down will definitely go down as one of my all-time favourite films. So, yeah, yeah, after watching it. Because the thing is... It's um, and it's it shouldn't have exist. It shouldn't exist. Watership down. Do you know what I mean? It's this bastardization of all these bizarre things that have come together. That's not watership down music no, now. No, but that's, it's someone that's, at a place called Sandal, Sandalfoot Warren, and he's he's. They're now showing. Oh my God! It's, these are the actual locations. Oh wow! What alongside the actual oh images of the? Oh my god! This uh... is too freaky. Surely this is. So there's a dog. What do you know? Remember the bit where the dog is walking into the oh, woods, yeah, I do sniffing the for the rabbits? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then they take. And we're yeah, actually they... in that wood now. Yeah. So literally, uh, everything in the actual uh, film is real. So they took photos and then recreated it via animation. I think that's when Rosen um, took over as director because he wanted to have a more earthy, real Sussex feel. Because the other thing is Richard Adams, similar to Tolkien, actually did loads of maps, didn't he, in the, the novel? Although Tolkien's obviously was fictional, Richard Adams's was um, real maps of the area he worked in as the... Um, what was his job? Uh, Department of the Environment Minister. In Hampshire. Now they're going through the, the graveyard. He's now filming the graveyard with a rub. This is Nuthanger Farm. The actual Nuthanger Farm, David. It looks exactly the same. Well, the thing is, just the term Nuthanging Farm. I mean, it's a case of uh, that's wholesome fun. That's not where you have your innards dragged out by a giant cat. So you've just got that constant black and white vibe, haven't you? Oh my god, this is just the. Best. What do they call that? The cooler. Effect, don't they? The um, oh god, I've butchered that. The swaying pylons. Oh, absolutely. We said hide under, wouldn't they, during the uh, the rain? I feel like those rabbits, those rabbits exist and they're out there somewhere. 
Oh, you do hope so, don't you? Also, the other thing you need to appreciate is that um, it's deeply religious watership down, isn't it? It really does send a religious um, message. How do you feel about that? Very wholesome message. Yeah, I think that's fine. I mean, it's not exactly the uh, the beaten path I personally take as a rabbit, but ultimately, it, um, it's all wholesome values, isn't it? It's all about community and not about the one, the only type of thing. Well, it's almost as though... Um, the other rabbits have got that a fascist notion of community, whereas Hazel's got more of a, um, uh, you know, a kind of democratic notion of community. You know, everyone's allowed to individually express themselves, but without each other helping Do you believe one in another. That? A democratic sense of community. Yeah. Oh, were you? To it, yeah, well, I think so. Yeah, I guess so. Definitely. I never sat down and really thought about it in the bath, but I think without it, I'd be singing SHIT at my neighbours, and I don't want that. I have to clean it up afterwards. David, would you mind if I sang to you now? Oh, please do. Serenade me, Captain. Serenade me. Following the river of a death stream, There's a father over the So it's basically about a rabbit dying. Sorry, 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 sorry. Can you close them and How fail? Close and fail. Right and fail. Right, okay. Bright eyes. How can you close and fail? Bright. How can the light that burns so brightly 
Suddenly burns so pale. Bright eyes burning like fire. How can the fire that burns so brightly? Bright eyes burning like fire. Bright eyes, how can the clothes and fail? How can the light that burns so brightly? There's no way I can learn all my. I'm not being been critical. I just need to have the lyrics, I think, in front of me to be able to. Just see if you can. Bright eyes burning like fire. Bright eyes burn like fire. How can you close and fail? How can you close and fail? No, no, that's too much now. It's like someone putting too much food on a plate. That's too much. Didn't ask for that much gravy. Um, Bright eyes burning like fire. Bright eyes. So I've forgotten it now. Can't remember the rest of it. Um... How can the bright, how can the light, the bright soul, that oh fuck, how can the light, the, the glow so brightly, fail and close bright eyes. You know, if it was karaoke, I'd be blasting it right now, I just need the lyrics. I obviously didn't, I focus more on the cinematography and the director, I didn't focus on the lyrics, I apologise. One thing I do find quite odd is I can't imagine someone in, on top of the pop singing that. It's more songs of praise, isn't it? But I guess these are the... And also, when you think of it, it was a real coup to get these guys to do the song for them. Because, I mean, these are the guys who did uh, The Graduate. So, I mean, you know, it's well, quite... Paul Simon's you know, not Rosen. He wasn't involved, was he? Oh, this is true. It's only one of them to yeah. so get half the price. One bloke, 50% off, I and guess. his name was... Uh, Garfunkel. His first name. Um, Art. Art Garfunkel. There we go. David, it's been an absolute joy. Dear God, what a, it's not my era. Not my era. No, I've, I've thoroughly. Uh, why have I loved this so much? What is his name? What is Art's Garfunkel's Garfunkel. first name? I, did, I, like I said that. Went, Art, didn't I? Thank uh, God. <laughs> But I wasn't sure no, you left no, me in kind no. of a worry there. I was like, oh, God, what have I said? I've loved it. I've, why have I, I find that film so magical. It was lovely just to stop and go, hey, do you remember this film? Do you remember when you first watched it? Yeah, I think I was with my friend Neil. I think he lived over the road from me. I'm pretty sure we watched it a couple of times. And I imagine I was about eight, nine. Yeah, I remember watching it as a double bill just when they probably must have been the last double bills I was showing. It was at the Canon Cinema in Brighton. And we watched Dark Crystal and then we watched Watership Down, equally as dark with the Smecks, the Spexies. You know, proper sort of late 70s, early 80s children entertainment. David, can I ask a question? <clears throat> Please do ask away. Or is there a way of us. Maybe I can do it. i tell you what, why don't we use Mandy? Mandy, can we use you for this? Yeah, sure. Smashing, thank you. Shall I do a random film so maybe we'll do this for Patreon next month where we just deep dive in one movie that we've both yeah, seen? Yeah, good idea. Absolutely, let's, let's definitely do that. Uh, anything to uh, touch Mandy's buttons. You two are getting along well, aren't you? It doesn't matter. As we said, it's all about democracy. It's all about democracy. Like just let, us, have, let's just let us be friends, David. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. It seems to be getting a bit erotic. Right. That's all. A bit oh, be quiet, Please a crowd. Get yourselves a room. Okay, so we'll pick a movie for us to deep dive in together. Okay. Another time. Good idea. Okay, so um, okay, Mandy, you're all ready to go. You're charging up now. And um, if you could tell man, if you could tell me to press Mandy's button, David. Press this away. Is to get the genre, by the way. Go for it. Press the button. Mystery. Wonderful. And the decade. Press the button. 1970s. And we generate. Oh, blimey. What's that going to be? Is that going to be deep diveable? Is it going to be? I haven't seen any of them. Dive? I haven't seen any of them. Bollocks. Let's go again. Let's have a look. It's going to be tricky, isn't it? Go, go for it again. Uh, we choose a genre. Um, press the button. Family. Okay. And mystery. Family and mystery have been chosen. Oh, okay. And a uh, genre and a decade. Press the button. Two thousands. Okay. Family mystery. That's going to be like, am I adopted? 
So it's probably better if we actually um, think it's like Watership Down. It's got to be a film we're passionate about. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Can you choose one? Well, what about something like um, if we looked at the top grossing films of that year or something? I'll tell you what, okay, this would be a good idea, right? We do something like um, uh, select a year and then see what uh, the top five grossing films of that year were. Okay. And then we could do a deep dive. That's a good idea. Should we do 80s, sort of near our childhood? Yes, good idea, yeah, early 80s. Uh, Do you want to choose a a year? Uh, 83, top of my head. There you go, it sounds... top. BA was at the top of his reign. Everyone had ghetto blasters on their shoulder and was break dancing. Not at the same time, that'd be dangerous. Well, then again, I think they did, didn't they? We go for Octopussy. Oh, we <laughs> certainly can go with Octopussy. I know, I haven't seen that for years, Absolutely. but I loved it. What is, what's fascinating about Octopussy is, you when you watch it, You've got to remember that Roger Moore, Cubby Broccoli and John Glenn really pushed the boat out because that is the year Sean Connery came back with Never Say Never Again. Yes. A, um, I remember yes, going a, to... Yeah, you've reminded me. I went to the cinema to watch both. And that was like a competing uh, film. And Roger Hang Moore on a minute. Sorry, David. What, the same studio made two... No, 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 two competing studios. So it was another studio. I don't know who it was. Oh. It was United Artists and MGM. They, What's the they better owned... movie? God, I'd... it depends what you... Oh, I'd say probably Octopussy, but Octopussy is just Roger Moore on steroids. It's just insane. And it's so xenophobic now. It's unbelievable. It's still good fun. Oh, absolutely. There's one bit where he, um, he, ch- he chucks a load of rubies at... Um, He's in a car being chased and he chucks a load of rubies, you know, money notes at um, one of the um, Indian um, uh, pipe players in the background. And he shouts at them and says, you know, that should keep you in curry. It's like constant kind of like Indian kind of like okay. sort of uh, Brit abroad kind of comments. But um, Roger Moore. Well, let's just be let's quite... save it. Absolutely. Let's well save said. it. Let's save it. Well Octopussy. Said. Okay, we're going to do deep of an octopus at some point. That's great. You can't beat that. No. I think that's Roger Moore at the, the 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 peak of his powers. Thank you so much for our uh, Patreon only. Oh, deep thank dive. you. Loved Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I hope they enjoyed it. See you next time, patrons. Totally. See you next time, patrons. And uh, if you get time, check out Octopussy. So you're ready for our next yeah, uh, yeah. when we get our cinematic snorkels on, and uh, we go uh, swimming in the ocean of film for a deep dive. There we go. Made yeah. sense. <laughs> deep diving. <laughs> Random Lucy